0: Church. (laughs) So I hope you're doing very good, very good, very good. Come on, uh, it's always a, a joy and a privilege to be in the house of God, really every Sunday to see what God is doing. Last Sunday we had a pretty new record. We had 48 new people in the coming home group. It's the highest number ever. Highest number ever. Come on. For all those people you are into numbers, it's the highest number ever. Wow, it's cool because behind every number is a person. Is a person who has, uh, their lives are changed through God and with God and somebody has invited them. That's um, um, pretty amazing. This morning, uh, the nine 9.15 celebration, I, I had this moment in the worship. I realized um, our church is a very generous church. Because every year we raise money for the REACH project. And the REACH means we're raising money for the TV ministry, for ICF Tel Aviv, for Cambodia, for AVC, for a lot of different mission fields. And you have to understand, every Sunday through the cameras, we're reaching hundreds of thousands of people around the world with my English preaching, maybe a smaller amount of people. But the German-speaking world, they go crazy. And God has given us really a TV ministry. It's growing. We're reaching people in Austria, Germany, and Switzerland. And I think, let's pray for one minute for our TV ministry and Sunday so evening, we have started three months ago with Facebook Live and the numbers going to the roof. We have thousands of people every Sunday, they are somewhere in, in the world and they're watching the worship, the message, and everything. And God has, has opened an amazing door, and it's only possible because we are a generous church, because TV ministry is not so expensive anymore but costs a little bit money. Can we stand for a moment? And if you say, I don't have any clue what this guy is talking. Just let's pray for one minute that we as a church, we are able to reach people for Christ. That's our mission. We are not only a keeping church, we are a reaching church. Let's pray for one minute. You can pray it loud in your own language, maybe in the the Chinese language or English or American or Swiss German, whatever. Let's pray for for one minute, for one minute for the TV ministry that we can reach people for Christ. Come on, let's church. Let's pray for one minute. God, we thank you so much for what you're doing. I thank you so much for the opportunities, for all the technique, for the platforms that your message can reach thousands all around the world. And we just praise you for that opportunity. And we do pray as one that your word will go out to the people that need to hear it. And I thank you that your word will not come back empty. It will produce great fruit. So we praise you already ahead of time for what you're going to do through those those messages. Amen. Amen. So thank you so much. Please uh, take a seat. Thank you so much for being a part in, in praying and reaching people for Christ. We started a, a week ago a brand new series about GROW. And the, the title is How Can I Boost My Health? Oh, the church, they say, oh my gosh, we love the title already. How can I boost my, my health? And I, I tried to start with a joke. I tried that joke two uh, twice and nobody was laughing. And I will try it again because it's such an easy joke. Also, a skeleton, a skeleton comes to the doctor. And the doctor says, you should have come earlier. Oh, wow. Come on. this is Come on. Thank you so much. <clears throat> Ooh, that's my highlight of the day. You know, I think to being healthy is very important and I don't know, we're living in a season, in in, in a time where health is a big topic. Certain people is a, is a, a slight, certain people they take care for their health, like what they drink, what they eat, how much they sleep and everything. Health is a big part of their life and other people they say, I don't care about health because I live anyhow eternal, I cannot enlarge an eternity because it's already me. You know, some people like, speak like that. And other people, they take care about nutrition. Nutrition, they say, oh, uh, I do low carb, vegan. Vegan is a very big trend. Some other people say, I don't care about vegan. I eat uh, meat as much as I can because I love animals. That's why I eat meat, you know. And there's a big thing about eating. And other people say, let's eat and drink because tomorrow we die anyhow. And other people, they take, they take so much energy into, into the body. I was in a gym and I was the, 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 the coach. He had an amazing body. And I, I belong to those people. If I see something is beautiful, I give a big compliment. And I said, hey, you have an amazing body. And he said to me, yes, 6.2 body fat. <laughs> and then I looked at my belly and said, yes, I know what you're talking, uh, I'm fat too. <laughs> and I want to ask you a question, uh, to, to be really honest, um, is health and natural nutrition and body, you're very picky in a good sense. Can you lift your hands for a moment say, yes, I take really care, body. It's only one person, two person, three person. Thanks, thanks, hands all over, hands, 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 hands. Is anyone in this building say, I don't care uh, as long as I have Christ in my life. Lift up your hands. Yeah, they're also pretty, a lot of people. Or you will say, no, I, I'm in the middle. I'm somewhere in the middle. Can you lift your hands? Yes, I knew it. <laughs> Everyone is a little bit like in, in the middle. And uh, I, want, I want to read you a Bible text from Paul in First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 13. He is saying, they, our bodies, were made for the Lord, and the Lord cares about our bodies. And actually, I think our lives is like a triangle. I believe in the body, soul, and spirit is a combination. They are connected with each other. And I think we as a Christian, we cannot live longer than eternal. What is longer than eternal Nothing. Eternity is already in us and that's the good news in the church. If you believe in Christ, you live anyhow eternal. That means whatever happens in this life is only a pre-life because the real life is eternal. And that's why often people say, well, why should I do sport? Why should I do eat healthy? Because it doesn't make sense. I think it matters. I'll tell you why. Because the day I received Christ, the Holy Spirit lives inside of me. I'm not living longer for myself anymore. Christ lives in me. Heaven is not somewhere up there. The moment I receive Christ, heaven comes down into my body. That means the Holy Spirit is using me as a vessel to connect people with the kingdom of God. I'm a light and a soul for my neighborhood. And God has chosen, called us to be a light and salt in this world to proclaim Jesus Christ wherever we are. And I think if my vessel, my body is strong and fit, I can be the best vessel for the kingdom of God. And that's why I want to challenge you and myself as well. Let's be healthy as possible to glorify God's name. I'm living in an apartment with 110 different families. And I may be, I'm not the only light in that apartment. But I want to lead those people to Christ and God has used me, put me in that apartment. Not to have a nice apartment, just to be the light and the salt for this apartment. And that's why I want to be fit for God and glorify His name. I want to, I want to start at last, Sonny. Uh, every year we have a culture of next step. Maybe, maybe you heard about it the next step. There are five areas where I do a check every year. And here is the check uh, I did it uh, some weeks ago my faith, relationship, health, resources, and work. And I reviewed my life. And as you can see, uh, health is only a five. And I want to tell you a little bit later why health is in my life only a five. And I think there I have a possibility to increase that into a ten. Because if you have a barrel, a barrel is for me a very good illustration. A barrel um, is not the highest wood, it's the capacity. Can you bring the next uh, slide? That's the important thing. Because a barrel here is, you can see the highest wood doesn't define you, 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 um, your level. The lowest one, water is running out. That means if I'm healthy, I have only a five. That means the water is running out because of health there. And I want to increase that wood, that the barrel gets bigger and stronger and I can be the best vessel for the kingdom of God. Here's another Bible verse from Paul. I love Paul. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, 19-20. Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? Can I hear biggest shot of amen? Some people say, oh my God, that means he lives inside of me. Do you feel happy about that thought? Or you say, oh my gosh, I'm confused because my body, I can improve a little bit. But who lives in you and has given you by God? You, you don't belong to yourself for God, but you will be a high price. So you must honor God with your body. And as I said to you right in the beginning, I believe if my body is strong and I'm fit and healthy, I can be the best vessel for God because I expect everything from God and I want to attempt everything for God. I expect everything from God, not a little bit anointing, not a little bit fire, not a little bit provision. I expect everything from God Almighty, and I will attempt everything to glorify the name of God on this earth. This is my statement. I want to glorify God's name on this earth. I googled a little bit. If you google about health, you will find thousands and millions and billions of different graphics. And here is the cornerstone of health I googled that, and I think it's important for you guys to know, not everything has to do with what I eat or how much I sleep, they are saying 40% of my health has to do with my lifestyle, 40% some other days saying 60 or 50 or 30, it doesn't matter, but the number is high, only 30% is genetic biological dispositions, 50% is social factors, 5% is environment, that's why I live in (laughs) Valiselen, an amazing environment. And 10% is medical care system. And I think it's good to know because I'm talking about the 40%. That's in my hand. And that I, I can change things to glorify God's name in my life. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23, you see the idea of the body, soul, and spirit in that Bible verse. May God himself, the God of peace, satisfies you through and through you. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the body, the soul, and the spirit are connected in our lives. And I want to be in my soul, in my spirit, in my body as fit as possible to be the best messenger for God. If my body is not fit, I'm not eating, sleeping well, listen to me, I go home after work to my small group and even during worship, I (sniffs) fell asleep because I'm not fit. If I'm not fit, I'm not able to preach for time on a Sunday. I'm not able to travel. I'm not able to do ministry because the body is the temple and I want to be fit for the kingdom of God. Let's start with the body. Point number one, recharge your body so you stay fit. Recharge your body so you stay fit. In the recharge, I want to address three different areas where I can recharge my health. Point number one is the Sabbath. The Sabbath is keep one day, day off for God. God has given the Sabbath for us that we can recharge our soul, spirit, and mind. I googled the Hebrew word of Sabbath. I'm not able to pronounce it, it's very complex, but it means a day off. A break, a stop, and a rest. Now comes the question, okay, if I do a break, or what I'm doing? I get up, drink a coffee, and then I do nothing. Have you ever wondered, what what should I do on on a Sabbath? Sabbath means it's a rest for your soul. And there are two things you have to understand, and a lot of facts and figures I read that our brain uh, creates cortisol. That means when I work from Monday to Friday, I work very hard, my brain creates cortisol. And cortisol is a stress hormone uh, and that hormone uh, um, has the effect, it keeps me awake and active. And this is actually how often how we feel, we do work and in my spirit I feel active and awake But my body is saying, oh, I am so tired. Have you ever felt that way? That means I'm very active in my spirit, but my body says, oh, I need a rest. If I keep working seven days a week with no break, the cortisol is moving and moving and moving and I'm active and awake, but my body gets tired more and more and more and more. And then what happens is it weakens my immune defense. It weakens my immune events. And what happens is often you go on vacation and three days later you are sick. I know so many people, they go on vacation. They're always sick. They're wondering why I'm sick. Because the cortisol is working day and night and your soul and your spirit has never break. When God is saying, keep the Sabbath, God is saying, it's for your soul that your cortisol comes down and your soul, <gasps> is able to breathe and for me the last year I'm, I'm not proud to to share this with you but it's a fact i preached all over the world fridays Saturdays, sundays weeks after week and i never took a break and, and god put the finger uh, the last couple of weeks and said hey, leo it's time to, to to take the sabbath as holy it's for your soul, it's your, for your spirit, because you want to do ministry on the long run. And if you want to attempt great things for God, keep it, the balance, and your soul has to be strong on, on fire. Another thing for me keeping the Sabbath is smartphone. Have you ever had the day off and you do Nothing. But there's a the smartphone, you can Google, Instagram, watching and looking, everything. God is putting in my fingers there. when you do the Sabbath, put the smartphone for 24 hours away. Have you ever done that? Have you ever done that? Because I tell you something, when I put the, the smartphone beside, my fingers are like, oh, where's my smartphone? Or if like, ee, ee, oh, where's my smartphone? Here's a, an amazing illustration. Often we think the world needs my posts. I, I said, Zurich, without my posts, you are lost. This is often how people think I'm so important and what I experience with God, I have to share it. Otherwise, you feel in a deep, deep hole. And then you think, if I'm not re- reading the, in Instagram anymore, I fell off of the world. I'm not connected with the world anymore. The world goes in a circle for 24 hours. Here's the thing: If I stop social media, everything for 24 hours, the world turns around, and after 24 hours, you step in again. It's only a day later. You understand? The business, but what, Pastor? what happens if the world are clashing? you will recognize it. Don't worry. Don't worry. What happens if I die? You will recognize it because then you're in heaven. I think for me, keeping the Sabbath is two things. To relaxing my soul and putting my smartphone for 24 hours away. And I tell you something, what happens is like this. And can you think about the people that are 18 years old? They are lost without the smartphone. Sport. Number two. Why sport? Because Paul uh, was walk, walked more than 16,000 kilometers in his mission trips. Have you ever thought about it? Then, then they didn't take the, the plane or the, 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 the Tesla. No, they walked 16,000 kilometers to share the gospel. They were super fit. And I think maybe 20 years ago, I went to a coaching and my coach, he explained me a very, very simple graphic why sport is very important. And here is the graphic. If you do sport in your life, you reach the the top point when you are around 25 and 28, your body is on the top point. Uh, Because every soccer player after 20 years old, they sign a contract for the next 10 years because they will not play anymore, they're too old. 24 to 28, at uh, 25 to 28, it's the top point. If you do sport on the lawn and watch out this graphic, it goes a little bit down. But even if you're 70 or 80 years, you still more than 50% of energy in your body. This is actually why it's important to do a little bit sport. Is anyone in this building you don't do any sports? I have an amazing graphic for you. If you don't do anything, no sport, you're you're reaching, when you're 25, a level of 50% of energy. This is pretty low already. And after 28 years old, you are going like, like a rocket. You're going down. And your energy, your body energy is almost zero. So for all those people that are doing sport, I can hear, hallelujah. For all those people that don't do sport, they think, I don't like that point. But here's good news. It's never too late to start with sport. Even if you're 40 years old and you have never done sport, if you start doing sport a little bit, you can increase your level of energy very fast and very quick. And this gives you a new boost, how you do small group, how you pray when you read the Bible because you're fit. It does something in your spirit, soul and body. I want to encourage you. Paul walked 16,000 kilometers to share the gospel. And let's do a little bit sport to be on fire for God. Because the Holy Spirit lives in you. How do you feel? How he feels in you. Then about eating. I don't want to go too much about nutrition. But you are what you eat. You are what you eat. And I think, I'm not into whatever you eat but i think if you take care a little bit about the food just a little bit for example i skipped two years ago ice cream chocolate and almost everything and uh, the results is since, since ever then i need one hour less sleep and it does something with your body here is some positive effects about nutrition you have more energy uh, you have a better performance. You have a better sleep, better rela- relaxations, and less tensions. There are so many things. What does when you looking about nutrition? Here's the point. I cannot longer la- longer. I cannot live longer than eternal. That's the good news. But I want to be the best vessel on planet Earth, to share the gospel, to be the best vessel that the kingdom of God is enlarging. What's about the soul? My beautiful, amazing wife, she will share about the soul, why the soul is also
1: important. Yeah, thank you so much, Leo. And welcome from my side to all of you. So good to have you here. So um, the, my point is revitalize your soul so you stay fresh. And you turn it to the soul. And wow. I brought this, is it correct? Headphones? or yeah. these headphones? Okay, Absolutely. so you can wear them. So I brought them with me because the headphones are an amazing picture to explain and to, to show us how our souls look today. When I come home, I say, hello, everyone. No reaction. No one says hello back. Then I think, okay, maybe I'm home alone. But when I walk to the kitchen, I see Leo sitting there. He, he doesn't seem to realize that I'm here because he has his headphones and he's looking at his iPhone. And then I have to do like this. Hello. Hello, Leo. woo
0: Oh, wow. Yeah,
1: I Hey, have to what touch are you doing? Him. I'm shocked, man. Yes, you are because you are overspammed. You have overflow in your ear and in your eyes. No, you don't I'm, not. I'm, I'm not. There. Yes, I'm, you I'm, are. I
0: belong to the young generation. Yes, you do. I, I'm not overspammed. For sure you do. I, I can do
1: three things in once. Yeah. I'm a man. I can, you know? Yeah, you believe you can. I can. But obviously, you could not hear when I was talking to you. Have you talked to me? Yes, I what, did. Loud? Uh, yeah, I, I cried out your name, Leo, no. hello, is there anyone here? Really? I could not hear yeah. you. Are Th- you sure? This is exactly what happens with our souls. Are Be- you sure? I am
0: sure. I'm not sure about I it. I
1: can prove it. Everyone's, uh, everyone can prove that I called your because name. Because I can
0: listen to music, watch on Instagram, I can hear you, but I could not hear you. No. You know, you know that, that's actually the thing. Our soul is overspent and not, we are not realizing that anymore. That, a, I might just, just talk about myself, yeah. I don't talk about you. <laughs> you they are different. I find
1: know. it a beautiful and, and very expressive picture of how our souls look like. Because we don't have to do anything, but we have an overflow of information. We have an overflow of possibilities. And we have an overflow of things we can buy. 24 hours we can go online and buy. 24 hours we can watch TV, TV program, listen to music. And we don't realize that our souls have an overflow. And our souls need some space. We need to create some room for our souls, some space for our soul. And you won't believe. It can start with cleaning up your home. You say, yeah, of course, the biggest bring that topic because they they did it for two years. But have you ever experienced that you want to get rid of something and it's not that easy? Yeah, that's why our souls are connected to stuff. And this has some reasons. For example, stuff... Um, makes us feel secure because we have stuck around us and you won't believe how difficult it was for me to get rid of my cooking books. My collection of Betty Bossy, it's a Swiss thing, but uh, I felt secure with these books. Even though I didn't use them for years, it was difficult to let go because things make us feel secure. A second thing is that things um, gives us the feeling of permanence. They are around us and they, they don't move. They don't get away. And so we think we stay forever as well. And the third thing is the marketing machines, they tell us, buy, 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 buy. You have to have this, you have to buy that. That's why we are into buying so much and collecting all this stuff. But... In a world like nowadays where, for example, the algorithm on the internet determines more and more our choices and what we make decisions like, we should be aware of having this inner emotional stability, and we need to create room in our lives. To create room and decluttering and cleaning up is one way to help us create room and create space. So when we moved into our apartment we decided to only buy what we really needed and I have brought you a picture of our seller now. We don't store what we don't need. We don't do that anymore and you won't believe we created space Literally, but also we create a space for God because it's less to maintain. We don't have so many things we need to maintain. We need to clean. We need to bring to a service there or or do whatever. And we decided to only buy what we really need. That means we have more time because we have less stuff. And that means we have more time for God. And because we only buy what we really need, is it food, is it clothing, is it whatever um, we need, all of a sudden we have more money. We created space and we have more money. We have more money to give. So we have created not only space for our souls, but also created space for God. And this is the vision behind what we did.
0: Wow. Susanna. I mean, a lot of Swiss people, they have a special um, room. They put all the stuff in it and all the junk. And maybe in some years, they get maybe. rid of it. And this, maybe. Is the, this is the only room we have in our apartment. There's, there's not more stuff anymore. Really, we, we went to a point where we say we want to get rid of so much. I, for example, had 20 different shoes. I had 30 jeans. But you
1: see him wearing the same all the time. That's it? Yeah. Because you like them, you wear
0: them. And the the other 29 stored. The church is happy. I am happy. God is happy. Everyone is happy. Now I checked out, I have too much stuff. That means I'm not doing shopping anymore. That means I have more time, really, for for preaching, teaching, running the church, to to attempt big things for God. And the thing is, here's the point. We are overstuffed. Our soul is overstuffed. And the moment, if you put away your smartphone for for 24 hours, you will realize how calm the world is. And all of a sudden you are more able to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit again. Because we are overstaffed in, 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 in the soul and spirit and body and mind. I want to close with the last point. And last point is not a long one. Revive your mind so you stay focused. In Romans chapter 8 verse 14. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. And I want to be led by the Holy Spirit. And here is the point. If I'm overstuffed and my soul is not coming to peace and I'm not not keeping the Sabbath, that means I'm running and and being busy. But the kingdom of God is not built on busy people. Being busy is doing the right thing, hearing the right thing, and doing the right thing. That means I need every day a, 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 a space where I can be calm and quiet and saying, Holy Spirit, here I am. I have time. Do you have time as well? I not in a rush. Speak to me. And here is a lady in our church. Um, she gave the Holy Spirit space, and she started to pray for sick people. And she experienced signs and miracles at her workplace. And here is a very uplifting, motivational talk speech.
2: Ich bin Ärztin, seit 22 Jahren führe ich eine Hausarztpraxis und möchte euch einfach kurz erzählen einige Beispiele aus meinem Alltag, wie Gott in meinem Leben als Ärztin mich unterstützt und wirkt. Eine junge Frau kam in die Praxis mit starken Handschmerzen, nachdem sie sich sehr stark für eine Prüfung vorbereiten musste, viel schreiben musste, konnte nicht mehr bewegen ihre Finger und hatte innerhalb von den nächsten 24 Stunden eine große Prüfung. Ja, die Medizin ist da nicht weitergekommen, ich habe mit ihr beten können, habe Gott gebeten, dass er dieses Handgelenk wieder normalisiert und ich habe dann nach den Prüfungen mit dieser Frau einen E-Mail-Kontakt gehabt und sie hat mir erzählt, dass sie die Prüfung wunderbar schreiben konnte, fast keine Schmerzen mehr hatte. Ein anderes Beispiel erlebe ich, oder möchte ich euch erzählen, erlebe ich immer wieder, wenn ich selber als Ärztin an meine medizinische Grenze komme, wenn ich nicht mehr weiter weiß. Bei einem Patienten, wo ich keine Ahnung hatte, was er für eine Diagnose haben könnte, die seine Beschwerden auslösen, habe ich einfach ganz kurz im Gebet Gott um eine Idee gebeten. Er gab mir die Idee, Prüfe doch mal seine Leberwerte, auch wenn er keine Leberschmerzen hat. Ich habe das getan und die Werte waren so, dass daraus eine Diagnose entstehen konnte. Ich war so froh und dankbar, Gottes Wirken in meinem medizinischen Alltag so erleben zu können. Ein drittes Beispiel über die Größe der Heilung, die Gott machen kann, war ein Patient, der mit einem über einem Zentimeter großen Nierenstein in die Praxis kam, hatte sehr starke Schmerzen und es war ganz klar, dass da außer einer Operation keine Möglichkeit mehr bestand, diesen Stein zu eliminieren. Ja, wir haben gewettet, ich habe gewettet, ganz kurz und der Patient hat eine Wärme in seinem Bauch gespürt. Eine Woche später ist er zum Urologen gegangen, hatte keinerlei Beschwerden mehr und der Urologe hat es nicht ganz verstanden, weshalb in der Untersuchung keinerlei ähm, Steine mehr zu sehen waren. Der Mann war geheilt. Und das sind einige Beispiele, die mir große Freude bereiten, zu sehen, wie ich als Medizinerin durch Gott, durch sein Wirken, Kraft bekomme mit den Patienten, die Gesundheit, die er vorsieht umsetzen zu können, denn er ist der Arzt, der Arzt aller Ärzte.
0: Come on. What an amazing story, and what I love about that story, there are many, many reasons why she gave space. You know, if I'm busy in my soul, if I'm busy with my body, busy, I, I, I will experience those signs and miracles. Miracles take place when a church, when for thanking myself, I give space and the Holy Spirit, I am. I don't, I don't, my, my I have space in my agenda. I keep the Sabbath. i, I doing sport, that means I am also very fit. To, I'm able to listen to you. And what I want to do as a last point, I don't want to preach, teach, and preach about the Spirit. Let's experience together the Holy Spirit. Would you stand for a moment from the left to the front, from everyone? When I prepared the message, I, I had this impression we should be quiet in the presence of God. And the band will play a little bit music, but not so much. And I want to I challenge you, just stay there and it will be quiet for many, many minutes. We will not do anything for many, many minutes. Have a big expectation that the Holy Spirit speaks to me. He Brings me a new fire for the kingdom, or I get a revelation about something. But the Bible says if you believe, if you lean in, if you grab it, you will receive signs and miracles.